0: Are you sitting in that place where you're feeling overwhelmed by the amount of homeschool worksheets? Or maybe the amount doesn't really bother you, but your kids continue over and over to give you grief. They might even shed some tears on most days. Could it possibly be that the unsettledness that you feel in your heart or your child's resistance be telling you something? Today's episode will unpack the answer and possibly even cause you to completely reorient your homeschool. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. You are currently sitting in an absolutely no shame zone here at the Little by Little Homeschool podcast, and I am throwing no shade at you. But how often does your child cry or even at the bare minimum offer some type of resistance? Maybe it's more than the bare minimum. Maybe it's great resistance about all of the worksheets and all of the just the to-dos that you put in front of them. Are you encountering that weekly? Daily, maybe even every single subject. Let's unpack today what is going on, and I'm going to offer you some really great alternatives that are just as good, dare I say, maybe even better than a worksheet. Now, again, like I said, absolutely no shame zone here, and otherwise I'd be shaming myself right now, but I'm going to out myself a little bit here. When we started homeschooling, my kids were between the ages of preschool and third grade. And I totally, completely copied the school system as I knew it. That was all I was familiar with. And my poor kids, they were guinea pigs at first. But by the second year, I felt more empowered. I felt more relaxed. I felt more peace, more confidence even. And today's approach that I take to homeschooling would most likely be unrecognizable to my brand new homeschool self 13 years ago but that's in a completely really really good way and I think that you can possibly even say that about yourself even if you just started homeschooling a few months ago you might say I am in a different place than I even thought that I would be and how cool is that but maybe you've been doing it for a few years and you haven't seen a huge difference either way you are struggling right now with all of the worksheets. You received all of the curriculum and you probably picked out some really great curriculum or maybe you're struggling with the curriculum and you just purchased some. But I can guarantee that with pretty much everything that you ordered, of course, obviously, there are worksheets when it comes to math, but probably the history and the geography, the language arts and the, I mean, reading, which is also in the language arts, maybe the poetry, maybe the composer study, Maybe the art studies that you're doing, and there's a whole plethora of other subjects. Every single one of them might have come with some type of workbook. Before I dive into what are some of your alternatives, I'm going to answer the question of, do your children really need to do every single worksheet? I have a feeling that you are going to be able to guess my answer. My answer is no. They don't need to do every single worksheet. Usually, when it includes your homeschool day, them doing every single worksheet, it is because you are operating from a place of fear. But that fear is probably based upon a really great concern and the love of your children and wanting to get homeschool right and to do it the best way and to be able to prepare them for life outside and beyond homeschool. So your intentions are really good, but you're probably operating from a place of fear not knowing if this is really going to work. And we've all been there. We don't know, is this going to work? Until we actually see that it works and we can say, oh, I wish I had kind of chilled out a little bit. So this is me telling you that this works from my experience. And I'm going to ask you just to trust me a little bit here. Trust me just for a few months on this and see what the difference is in your homeschool and probably and hopefully in the way that your children relate to homeschool and how they feel about homeschool and hopefully the heaviness that you're feeling each day because of your kids coming to the dining room table or your little homeschool area or the living room floor and they see a stack of workbooks and papers and things that they need to accomplish and their heads just droop down. Let's get their heads pulled up. Let's get them excited about school. Yes, there are sometimes just things that we have to do and there are different ways that you could do math but generally math is going to require some worksheets maybe not everything with math but especially as they get older i'm not quite sure how counting blocks or counting little counting bears that you could do in the younger years i don't know how that translates to doing geometry and algebra in a way that doesn't include worksheets but also remember that just because you might pull back on some worksheets in math in the younger grades, it doesn't mean that your kids won't be able to do it later on when they do get to geometry and algebra. Your children will be older and more mature at that point, so don't let that hold you back. So how will you know if they know all of the things that you have taught them if they don't fill out worksheets? Now, let me reiterate that worksheets aren't all bad. I'm not saying you need to take all of those workbooks and throw them all away. Like we mentioned just a moment ago, math. Yes, they still so maybe they need to do some worksheets. Maybe you can get creative on some days, and some days they do the worksheets. But do they need to do every single problem on the math worksheet? You might be burning them out on the math, or you might be burning them out in all of the other worksheets that they have to do for all the different subjects. And they come to math, and they're just done. They're spent. They're burned out. They don't want to do the math problems. Possibly, if you eliminate some of the other worksheets, you might not get. The type of resistance and the tears and the frustration that you get when it comes to math. Now, worksheets, again, not necessarily all bad. There is a place for them. Worksheets can also help with handwriting and penmanship, even when you're doing subjects that are not directly related to language art and their handwriting and penmanship, because they have an opportunity to maybe fill in some blanks and to write in some paragraphs. Worksheets can also be really helpful and have a place. When you are balancing the home education of multiple children, worksheets can also be a great way to prep your children for state testing. Now, that's only if you are required to do testing. Sometimes parents still want to do some type of state testing, and I see this often when parents are brand new to homeschool and they just want, how am I going to know if my child is on level? Well, that's a whole other conversation right there. But some states require some type of state testing. And therefore, worksheets can help your child understand they have to sit down or they have to do this and to kind of get an idea. Now, granted, a lot of the state testing requires filling in bubbles, but it gives the child some type of context to actually doing the state testing. Now that I've given you the answer to do they need to do every single worksheet, but I have also given you some ideas on how to modify the use of the worksheets in the amount of worksheets, but also what some of those worksheets can actually offer your child. I want to ask you a question here. Are you struggling with choosing curriculum? Are you struggling with creating a routine that your family loves for homeschool and just for your whole day? Are you struggling knowing how to let go of the school system mindset? Well, friend, clarify your homeschooled framework for answering these questions and other questions, such as how do you plan out your year? How do you homeschool specific ages, and what is the best style of homeschooling? I would love to invite you to find out more information about Clarify Your Homeschool at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Now, let's get into the alternatives to worksheets. Now, Charlotte Mason loves narration. If you've been around in the homeschool world for a while, then you know and are familiar with Charlotte Mason. If you are not and you are new to homeschool, I encourage you to check out Charlotte Mason and her way of educating children. Now, you do not need to do the Charlotte Mason style of homeschooling in order to do some type of form of narration. My goal here is to present you with information, not telling you any type of certain way to homeschool, because we all have our own way to homeschooling and we often fall in and out of different homeschooling styles and different years require different approaches. But when it comes to narration, it is a great way to be able to find out how much has your child absorbed. Narration is just a form of reiterating what was learned. It can be in the form of questions and answers, or it can be very open and allowing the child just to say whatever is on their mind about whatever the subject is. Maybe you had a history lesson And you discuss, we'll say, a specific time period or a specific event in the Middle Ages. And when that's done, you allow the child to explain back to you what they recall and what they remember. And it's actually kind of fun to see what is sticking out in your child's mind and to really study the way that they think. Another way that you can use worksheets, another alternative, is you can use an actual worksheet as a guide to ask questions. When it came to our history curriculum, I loved going through the mystery of history. But there was a lot in that. If you have ever done the mystery of history, you know that the author is amazing, but gives a ton of different ways to bulk out the curriculum. When I first started homeschooling, I was like, this is too much. And I was like, how can I pare this down? She had a lot of great ways of uh, them doing worksheets and extra things. But I was like, I don't think I need to make copies of all these worksheets. My middle child right then was in first grade. I was like, I don't know how that's really going to work. What if I used these worksheets and I just asked my kids the questions and just see if they answered and how they would answer and see if they knew the answers to them. Maybe they were fill in the blanks and I would give them the different possibilities. And it was just a way of solidifying. So you can actually use the worksheets, but just use it as a guide for your conversation. Another alternative to worksheets is to have your child show or demonstrate what they have learned. This works really well, especially for something like science. Maybe they are taught a lesson. Maybe you read them through a lesson and you explain something and maybe you actually even do the experiment. But later on, then they do that experiment and they show the family when dad's home and the siblings are all around. Maybe it's in the evening or maybe it's on a weekend and they actually show what they have learned. Maybe it's not even a big experiment. Maybe you are just studying how things fall and they are trying to see which falls faster, a piece of paper or a rock, and they just get lots of things. And I remember kids, my kids especially, and I know your kids too, love the different sink and float type of experiments. Well, that's a great way for you to be able to see what they have learned, and they are actually applying what you read to them in a lesson or a video that they watched. A next alternative I have to you for worksheets, is just to have casual conversations with them. Because you are the one that has introduced them to material, or because you are the one that they are coming to and asking questions of, and then you produce the answers to those questions, you are able to have casual conversations. Maybe it's on the car ride to the grocery store, just a question pops into your mind and you ask them about that. It's a follow-up possibly to the history curriculum you've done, or the geography, Maybe they're learning about maps and you use the opportunity of going to the grocery store and talking about the maps, maybe even pull up your GPS and show them how the roads go and they're watching maybe the little dial on your car that's telling them whether they're going north, east, south or west or some one of those directions in between. But having casual conversations is much easier when you homeschool because you know the information that they have been learning because most likely you are guiding them in that information. Another alternative is to just watch them bring up what they learn. It is amazing. Sometimes it could be days, weeks, months later, and a child has been thinking about something, or maybe they forgot about it, and it came back to mind in something that they saw or heard or just randomly came to mind. And they follow up, and they ask a question, or they say something, Hey, Mom, remember when we learned about the Vikings? And you're like, Wow, that was many months ago and they're connecting it maybe you're watching a video and they're like hey that's like that lesson that you told us about in history that had to do with the vikings and they start to make those connections just watch and observe how their education now then applies to their real life and let me add a disclaimer if you are not noticing them bringing up anything that has to do with their education Maybe what they're learning in their homeschool time isn't really applicable to real life. And that might give you some pause to think about, are they bringing things up? Is there things that are making some connection? And this might take a time, especially if you are in your first year of homeschooling or first couple of years, it might take a little bit of time. But if you are consistently teaching them about different subjects or uh, science and history, geography, and nothing is ever coming up, Maybe the resources you're using are too theoretical and they're not applicable to their real life. And the last alternative to worksheets that I want to offer you is for you to observe how the new information that you are teaching them is built upon the old information. Or maybe they are struggling to make that connection and you need to figure out how can you make that connection. And the new information built upon the old information it could be something that's directly right after one lesson after another, especially when it comes to something like math. But maybe the connection might take months for it to form, or maybe you might hear your child who, say, is in fifth grade, then they say, hey, remember a couple years ago? I remember learning about this, because maybe when it comes to history, you're doing more of a loop when it comes to the history, and they're like, wait a minute. I remember, again, going back to the Vikings, I remember learning about the Vikings, and now you're teaching them something just a little bit more about the Vikings and you're building upon what they learned before. But watch and observe to see if the new information is built upon the old information and if those connections are being made. If they are, you don't need a worksheet. You can just see that on your own. Now, I do want to add this at the end as we start to close up here, is that removing some of the worksheets from your homeschool is going to require you as the homeschool mom to be super invested in their education. You have to become a detective and you have to become a major problem solver. This is a key to successful homeschooling is being able to troubleshoot and to be able to problem solve because it is going to come up over and over and over again, just like it does in motherhood. We hit new stages and new seasons and you're like, well, I'm potty trading this child and this other one. It worked like this, but It's not working so well with this one. And so you need to troubleshoot and you need to problem solve. Same thing when it comes to their education. Well, the reading just isn't quite clicking. What can I do? Maybe is it a new resource? Maybe I need to pull back a little bit. Maybe it is just the way that they are interacting with the resource. Or maybe it's just not quite the time yet. So as a homeschool mom, you get to become really invested in their education and problem solve. It's a lot more than just a right or wrong on a worksheet, unfortunately, but it's actually a really good thing. And I really think that homeschooling allows us moms for our brains even to become stronger and more elastic. And it really helps us in a lot of ways when we have to problem solve and we have to troubleshoot. And worksheet can be so easy to just, nope, that's wrong. Yep, that's right. And then move on but what have they really learned? Now, you can use worksheets and say, this is wrong. Why is this wrong? And I highly recommend that, especially when it comes to math. You got this problem wrong. Let's find out where it went wrong and let's go from there. And as you correct their math worksheets and you start to notice that over and over again, they're having trouble with their multiplication table. That is a really clear indication that maybe the math needs to be put on hold and you need to focus on really becoming good at the multiplication table facts. that how worksheets really can be helpful when you start to notice patterns. But again, they are a tool. It is not a necessary and mandatory thing. I don't care what your school district tells you. I don't care what other homeschool moms say to you. You can use them. And I, again, I'm not throwing any shade at you for using them. I have used them and I still see that there is a proper place for them. But me personally, especially as my kids get older into the high school years, we can have some really great conversations instead of them just sitting there reading a section or reading a lesson and filling out a worksheet and then they move on to the next subject. It allows me as the homeschool mom to be really connected, especially with their homeschool and their education, especially as they are older and they become more independent, which is actually what we do want but by allowing more time for narration and allowing more interaction between mom and the homeschool student really also helps solidify our bonds as well. So I think I answered your question today and gave you quite a few alternatives and I'm excited that you now have a bit more information and you can make some of those changes. And maybe it's not to pull out all of the worksheets right now today. That might sound really scary. That's okay. Maybe just pick one subject that you just step back a little bit from doing the worksheets. As I mentioned earlier, if you are struggling with some of these different areas, maybe you're struggling with choosing the curriculum where your curriculum is not going very well, or you are like, I can't get away from doing these worksheets and copying the school model in my home. I'm excited to hear from you and see you hopefully over at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. All of the information is there for you to see if it's a good fit for you. And friend, I hope that you have a really great rest of your day.